Welcome to New in Nashville. This is your host, Elam Freeman. I'm a commercial real estate broker and yoga instructor based in Nashville, Tennessee, and I am a Nashville native who has spent time living in Los Angeles and Washington, D.C. I have also traveled to all 50 states and visited nearly every U.S. metropolitan city bigger than Nashville. I am crazy about Nashville's growth and want natives, newcomers, and tourists to have the knowledge they need to keep up with our city's pace. This week's episode of New in Nashville is brought to you by the Nashville Institute for Faith and Work. Do you ever struggle to understand if your work really matters and how it fits into the grand narrative of life? Well, the Nashville Institute for Faith and Work is asking and answering questions just like this every day through ongoing events, programming, and resources. Join them soon at one of their programs like a luncheon on work-life balance, an Enneagram seminar, or a faith and work 10-month intensive. Be sure to use the code NEWINNASH for a 10% discount on any of their upcoming events and connect with them online at nifw.org. Last week, we discussed Nashville's local co-working scene, and this week we will be continuing the discussion with the national and international co-working concepts that are putting Nashville on their map. Co-working is an international trend that is transforming the way businesses think about their strategic plan for real estate as they grow. If you need an introduction to what co-working is, take a listen to the previous episode where we start off with some co-working 101. In Nashville, there are currently nine national groups operating or under construction in the space. Several of these national brands who have entered our market are seeing so much success, they are already opening second and third locations in Nashville. Most recently, WeWork has been making waves in our market. WeWork is a large brand with over 160 locations worldwide. WeWork was founded in 2010 and is one of the most innovative and successful operating in the co-working space. Since their inception, they have also gotten into gyms with their WeWork wellness programs in New York and London, and apartments with their We Live buildings in New York and D.C. Classes at WeWork Wellness take place alongside WeWork's small office services in common areas, on rooftop decks, and in other spaces that the brand has turned into the pop-up fitness studios. WeWork members and non-members can sign up for classes in these studios using the website Eventbrite, ClassPass, or an iPhone app. The WeWork Wellness app includes an option to buy massages, and the website includes a section for club sports. WeWork also recently bought the company Meetup, which is an online social networking service intended for people to organize and join group meetings in real life. Additionally, WeWork recently launched the Creator Awards, offering $20 million in grants across the globe. WeWork CEO said that anybody that feels that being a part of something larger than themselves and really wants to contribute can apply. He went on to say that the idea is to recognize anyone in the world who's doing amazing things. It might not be the traditional person that would win an award or be recognized regularly and have access to that kind of cash. To date, WeWork has hosted seven regional creator awards in D.C., Detroit, Austin, 
London, Berlin, Tel Aviv, and New York. The most recent Creators Award ceremony was held Wednesday, January 17th at the Theater at Madison Square Garden in New York. Eight entrepreneurs from around the world competed for a $1 million grand prize, and the award ultimately went to Re3D, an Austin startup that makes large-scale 3D printers. The awards were hosted by an actor and former supermodel, while McLemore and Soren Bryce provided musical entertainment. WeWork creates an inviting and encouraging environment by having the letters TGIM that stand for Thank Goodness It's Monday posted around the space and giving new members swag with their Do What You Love tagline. I initially got to know the Nashville team when requesting a tour of the downtown space before it opened. After meeting the team, they invited me back to teach a yoga class and I started working out of the East Nashville location when it opened in December. When I work there, I feel inspired and that every day is an entrepreneurial adventure. I've benefited from the exposure to different groups who have thrown events in this space, such as Startup Nashville Meetup and Bunker Labs. I have also found tremendous support from the people I've met through their internal messaging network. Before WeWork East even opened, I was able to gain exposure to my coworkers through an online platform. For example, in the initial phases of planning this podcast, I posted on the member network and had multiple people reach out who had started podcasts of their own offering to provide advice. I've also found it fascinating meeting people here who have recently moved to Nashville from all over the country. In the last few weeks, I've chatted with an attorney for the Titans who previously lived in D.C., as well as two West Coasters who have done marketing for brands such as Nike and Microsoft. The space isn't just home to freelancers, but also as Nashville employees who work on the ground for Lululemon and Amazon. WeWork has experienced tremendous success in Nashville and has plans to continue growth here. The second best-known brand that has been in Nashville longer than WeWork is called Industrious. Industrious's Nashville location is housed in the Gulch Crossing building with co-tenants ESA Architects, Raymond James, and Cushman Wakefield. Industrious has over 30 locations nationwide, and their website states that they house everyone from freelancers to Fortune 500 companies. While a list of who works in the space is not available for non-members, their website says that Lyft, Pinterest, and Pandora all have employees working in their offices across the country. If you go for a visit, they will give you a tour, and you'll even leave with a gourmet dark chocolate bar stamped with their logo as a gift. Industrious has a location under construction in the Bank of America building downtown that is slated to open up in April of 2018. On the new openings note, we also have Serendipity Labs opening just a couple of blocks from the new Industrious in the LNC building, which is the same building that houses Nashville's Warby Parker headquarters. Serendipity Labs plans to open its doors to Nashville in February of 2018. In each market, they are opening at least one company-owned location in the central business district, while their franchisees will open in the suburbs. The company believes this helps create a hub-and-spoke network in each market. The CEO of Serendipity knows the name of the game as he previously worked for Citibank in their commercial real estate arm and served as president and CEO of the Americas for Regis. These last three we have covered are all headquartered in New York and are leasing their office space in Nashville. 
Another co-working operator out of Chicago has a bit of a different approach. Level Office, who recently purchased a building at 5th and Union, is opening this spring. Level takes pride in restoring historic buildings in central downtown locations. Because they own their own buildings, Level can invest in infrastructure improvements such as fiber internet, all while keeping rents 30 to 50% lower than their competitors. The inspiration behind Level's inception comes from when founder Bill Bennett started his first company and realized he was spending 10 hours a day at the office without any human interaction. Founder of the fundraising website DonorPath says, There is a real sense of community. It's as simple as borrowing a power cord or recommending a quarterly report template for investors. For Bennett, the lonely hours in an insular office are distant memory. He likes to leave his door open for serendipitous drop-ins. Commenting on this, he Today I went out and sat on the couches and ended up in conversation with an organic food distributor. It feels like a dream to know all these smart, interesting people. Level Offices currently has about 20 locations nationwide, and they are planning on growing to 50 locations by 2019. Another international company opening an office in Nashville's 222 Heinz Building is the only company we discussed so far that was founded before WeWork. This year will mark Space's 10th anniversary. Spaces is headquartered in Amsterdam and has locations on every continent with their largest U.S. presence in California. They claim Uber and GoPro as members who have worked from their offices. This will be the first national co-working brand to open in the Sobro neighborhood. The aforementioned Serendipity, WeWork, Industrious, and Level are all on the north side of Broadway in the mix of government buildings and the Arts District. It will be nice for people who live in the Sobro, Olmstead, or in the apartments on Rolling Mill Hill to have an accessible co-working option. Spaces is owned by parent company Regis, which was founded in Brussels in 1989 and is now headquartered in Luxembourg City. Their network has 2,600 locations in 106 countries and encompasses 43 million square feet of space. They have leased space to giant companies like Google and Cigna. In Middle Tennessee alone, they have nine locations. Regis definitely has a more corporate, old-school feel and is less focused on the amenities than the emerging brands like WeWork. From an outsider's perspective, they seem comparable to eSpaces that we discussed in our last episode. A concept with a more traditional feel recently landed in one of Nashville's up-and-coming neighborhoods, The Nations. Office Evolution was founded in Colorado in 2002, making it one of the most seasoned concepts to enter the Nashville market. They have spaces in 68 locations and in 25 states. The Nashville location is part of their franchising program, which launched in 2012, and when I went in a few months ago to see the space, the receptionist was very friendly and sent a kind follow-up email a few weeks later. Based off what I can tell from their other locations, they appear to go into more secondary or suburban markets. The Nashville franchisee says that at the Nashville Office Evolution, users will benefit from the creative atmosphere at Stocking 51 and the geographic accessibility of the nation's neighborhood. While the nations may be further away than some from other traditional offices, employees will certainly have the perks of being nearby to some of Nashville's up-and-coming restaurants, 
bars, and coffee shops, and those that live in the highly residential area may enjoy the proximity to home. Weld, which is nestled between Berry Hill, Melrose, and Wedgwood, Houston, is certainly the most local feeling of all the spaces we have discussed in this episode. Weld only has one other location in Dallas and was founded in 2012. They used to be home of Threadbird, which was named one of Inc. Magazine's fastest-growing startups. They also offer Crema Coffee, which, as we discussed in the last episode with Meet and Greet, comes at a premium. Launchpad, based in New Orleans, also has a relatively small footprint with one operating location in New Orleans, with Newark and Nashville opening this spring. Their website states that Launchpad originated from a simple post on New Orleans Craigslist in 2008. This was three years after Katrina, and New Orleans was vibrant with entrepreneurial spirit and dedicated to making the city even better than it was before. Fueled by this energy and trying to make use of his excess office space, founder Chris Schultz posted an ad for other people living in New Orleans to rent voodoo pods. These pods included office space and access to free utilities, resources that quickly proved to be in demand. As the pods were filling, Chris and his colleagues became acutely aware of a huge opportunity in shared working space. This group of passionate people committed to this idea and drove it forward until June 1, 2009, when they opened New Orleans' first co-working space, Launchpad. From the looks of his LinkedIn, Chris is now living in San Francisco and investing his time in several different startups. They also appear to be linked to the founders of St. Rock's Market, who announced that they would be opening up a Nashville location in Wedgwood, Houston's May Hosiery, but have since nixed those plans. The Tennessean reported they're actively reviewing opportunities in Germantown, Midtown, Downtown, and the Gulch for its flagship food hall here, and that St. Rock's Market, Nashville, will feature a diverse lineup of a dozen food and beverage vendors around a centralized bar. The project supports up-and-coming chefs and food purveyors looking for a platform to explore their creative vision. Launchpad Nashville is well under construction. It will be located in East Nashville in the building last home to Little Octopus. As you can see, there are lots of outside co-working companies helping put Nashville on the map. I've worked out of WeWork and am obviously biased towards it, but I would love to hear your thoughts about experiences in other co-working spaces, whether in Nashville or elsewhere. While many of the largest companies have announced a location in Nashville, There are still plenty that are operating in multiple cities but have not yet planted themselves in Nashville. Some of these include Impact Hub, Next Space, The Yard, Galvanize, TechSpace, VentureX, Your Alley, District Coworking, and Make Offices. Personally, I plan to make it a point to visit some of these spaces when I travel. Whether you are a freelancer or a growing startup, there are a lot of things to consider when choosing a coworking space. If you travel a lot, the national co-working spaces can be nice because many of them offer membership options that allow you to work from any of their offices. I believe co-working is really changing the way commercial real estate works and the cultural expectations in offices. For example, WeWork has taken over four floors in the region's building downtown. At WeWork, it's very accepted to bring your dog to work. To some of the more corporate businesses that have existed in the region's building for many years, seeing a dog walk in their building might cause a startle. 
I hope this episode has given you a good education of the national co-working scene and how it is affecting Nashville. Please reach out to share your experiences with us by emailing newinnashvillepodcasts at gmail.com. You can also sign up for our mailing list and access our social media at www.newinnashvillepodcast.com. Last but not least, if you enjoyed the show, please review and subscribe on iTunes and refer our podcast to a friend today. And as always, thank you to Jared Anderson of Evergreen Productions for producing and engineering our podcast. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next week. The music in this episode is provided by Carrie Ann Larson. She is a singer-songwriter who strives to write songs that people hear their own stories in. You can find her music, including her latest single, Fairweather Friend, on all digital platforms. (laughs) 